Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you had a great weekend. It is August the 24th, and these are some of the headlines on BizarreBest.com. Humans will soon grow new livers inside bodies. Musk to unveil brain chip with real-time demonstration. At noon today, in 79 AD, Mount Vesuvius exploded 10 miles into the stratosphere. No one is shocked that a double whammy of hurricanes is headed towards the Gulf. All these headlines and more on BizarreBest.com. Dude, it's Bizarre Best Headlines, 100% unfiltered. Could scientists soon grow livers inside human bodies? Extra? Extra parts for ourselves. Scientists have grown a liver in the lymph nodes of a pig and hope it could allow humans to grow their own replacement organs in the future. Dude, that's crazy. Livers have the ability to naturally regenerate and a sliver of the filtration organ, if transplanted, can grow to full size and become fully functioning. It is believed the lymph nodes provide a sanctuary for healthy liver cells, allowing them to slowly multiply and blossom into an auxiliary organ. Trials begin in pigs. I'm sorry, trials in pigs show that when the main organ was beleaguered with disease and began failing, the animal remained healthy because the auxiliary organ took over. That's amazing. Researchers from the University of Pittsburgh gave six pigs liver failure by diverting blood supply and removing a chunk of tissue. They also took uh, hepatocytes, the chief functional cell of the liver, from the animals and implanted them in their lymph nodes. It's all about location, 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 says Dr. Eric Lagasse. If hepatocytes get in the right spot and there's a need for liver functions, they will form an ectopic liver in the lymph node. Normally, the liver can regenerate and repair itself, but significant damage can overwhelm the, this protective mechanism. As we know, alcoholics uh, sometimes die of liver disease. Assessments of the pigs revealed they remained healthy despite their main liver becoming increasingly poor. Despite this, the pigs themselves shows, showed improved liver function as the secondary organ took over the bulk of the responsibilities. Analysis of the lymph nodes revealed implanted hepatocytes, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, had grown and also formed a network of bile ducts and other things that were needed to make it work. The auxiliary liver grew bigger when the damaged tissue in the animal's native liver was more severe but never grew out of control. The researchers believe the animal's bodies maintain a constant liver mass keeping in check cell growth to avoid runaway growth. Previously, a smaller version of the experiment was also successful in mice, but it has taken a decade to scale it up to the larger animal to see if it offers hope for humans. More recent research proved healthy liver tissue can grow in the lymph nodes of pigs with a genetic liver defect. With the latest findings being so promising, the academics hopes the academics hope it could offer potential avenues for human medicine to treat liver damage uh, from any cause, from hepatitis to alcoholism. The findings are available in the journal Liver Transplantation. That is freaking amazing, dude. Science, y'all. Amazing. I'm going to link it. 
A bizarre Elon Bistana. Musk's brain machine interface company Neuralink has an event scheduled for later this week to update the public on its progress since last year's presentation. While the agenda is speculative for the most part, one expectation is a live demonstration of neuron activity. It will show neurons firing in real time on August 28th. The Matrix and the Matrix, Musk tweeted at the end of July. He also revealed a few other clues about the early fall announcement at the beginning of the year. Wait until you see the next version of what was presented versus what was presented last year. It's awesome, he wrote in February. The profound impact of high bandwidth, high precision neural interfaces is underappreciated. Neuralink may have this in a human as soon as this year. Dude, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to be that guinea pig. Just needs to be unequivocally better than Utah Ray, which is already in some humans and has severe drawbacks. As its name implies, the roles of neuron activities are very important to Neuralink's technology, the venture's long-term goal of obtaining human symbiosis with artificial intelligence begins by connecting electrodes throughout the brain and reading its neuron signals en masse. Gathering huge amounts of data from the signals gradually teaches Neuralink software how they're used by the brain to communicate with the rest of the body, ultimately leading to a certain amount of replication and direction. The possibilities of such capabilities seem endless. Musk has hinted at some of the health-focused capabilities of Neuralink, uh, specifically in individuals who are neurologically compromised. Installation of a chip replacing a small portion of the human skull, for instance, could restore limb function, improve human movement, resolve issues with eyesight and hearing, and help with disease like Parkinson's. There's also the possibility that the implementation of a Neuralink device into the brain could pave the way for hindering brain issues like epilepsy, Alzheimer's disease, and strokes. One of Neuralink's inventions already revealed is a surgical robot for inserting electrodes in the brain. So it's a device that helps them make all of this happen. That's amazing. Neuralink released a white paper in 2019 and currently has four published patent applications all which expand on the particulars of the technology already revealed. While the medical possibilities of Neuralink's work are incredible on their own, Musk's improvement was initiated by a desire to help humans keep up with AI. I don't love the idea of being a computer's house cat, but what's the solution? I think one of the solutions that seems maybe the best is to add an AI layer. He half-joked at Code Conference 2016 all that time ago. Hopefully, the next presentation will provide some insight about Neuralink's progress in that direction as well, even if it is still purely hypothetical. The Neuralink update event will be held August 28th and is expected to have a live stream. That is going to be an amazing show. It's probably, I would assume, be on Neuralink's website. Um, but uh, if, I, if I hear more about that i'll let you know but that's only in a couple days so keep your eyes peeled i'll link it at bizarre but today august 24th 79 ad dude a long ass time ago um mount vesuvius exploded propelling a 10 mile mushroom cloud of ash and pump pumice into the stratosphere for the next 12 hours volcanic ash and a hail of 
pumice stones up to three inches in diameter showered Pompeii, forcing the city's occupants to flee in terror. Some 2,000 people stayed in Pompeii, hauled up in cellars and stone structures, hoping to wait out the eruption, and we know what happened to them. They were absolutely mummified. The westerly wind protected Herculaneum from the initial stage of the eruption, but then a giant cloud of hot ash and gas surged down the western flank of Vesuvius, engulfing the city and burning or asphyxiating all who remained. The lethal cloud was followed by a flood of volcanic mud and rock burying the city. The people who remained in Pompeii were killed on the morning of August 25th when a cloud of toxic gas poured into the city, suffocating all that remained. A flow of rock and ash followed, collapsing roofs and walls and burying the dead. Much of what we know about the eruption comes from an account by Pliny the Younger, who was staying west along the Bay of Naples when Vesuvius exploded in two letters to the historian Tacitus, or Tacitus, I'm sorry, I know I hacked it. He told of how people covered their heads with pillows, the only defense against a shower of stones, and how a dark and horrible cloud charged with combustible matter suddenly broke and set forth. Some bewailed their own fate. Others prayed to die. Pliny, only 17 at the time, escaped the catastrophe and later became a noted Roman writer and administrator. His uncle, Pliny the Elder, was less lucky. Pliny the Elder, a celebrated naturalist at the time of the eruption, was the commander of the Roman fleet in the Bay of Naples. After Vesuvius exploded, he took his boat across the bay um, to investigate the eruption and reassure terrified citizens. After going ashore, he was overcome by toxic gas and died. According to Pliny the Younger's account, the eruption lasted 18 hours. Pompeii was buried under 14 to 17 feet of ash and pumice, and the nearby seacoast was drastically changed. Herculaneum was buried under more than 60 feet of mud and volcanic material. 60 feet. Dude, there is no escape. Some residents of Pompeii later returned to dig out their destroyed homes and salvage their valuables, but many treasures were left and then forgotten. In the 18th century, a well digger unearthed a marble statue on the site of Herculaneum, the local government excavated some other valuable art objects, but the project was abandoned. In 1748, a farmer found traces of Pompeii beneath his vineyard. Since then, excavations have gone on nearly without interruption until the present. In 1927, the Italian government resumed the excavation of Herculaneum, retrieving numerous art treasures, including bronze and marble statues and paintings. The remaining of 2,000 men, women, and children were found at Pompeii. After perishing from asphyxiation, their bodies were covered with ash that hardened and preserved the outlines of their bodies. Later, their bodies decomposed to skeletal remains, leaving a kind of plaster mold behind. Archaeologists who found these molds filled the hollows with plaster, revealing in grim detail the death pose of the victims of Vesuvius. The rest of the city is likewise frozen in time, and ordinary objects that tell the story of everyday life in Pompeii are as valuable to archaeologists 
as the great unearthed statues and frescoes. It was not until 1982 that the first human remains were found in Herculaneum, and these hundreds of skeletons bear ghastly burn marks that testify to horrifying deaths. Today, Mount Vesuvius is the only active volcano on the European mainland. Its last eruption was in 1944, and its last major eruption was in 1631. Another eruption is expected in the near future, which could be devastating for the 700,000 people who live in the death zones around Vesuvius. That is today in history. Noon, 74 AD. Dude, I will link it at BizarreBest.com. There's a couple of uh, situations going on in the, in the Gulf that warrant our attention. First up, Tropical Storm Marco has made landfall and will bring heavy rain, gusty winds to parts of the Gulf Coast into tonight. It will affect uh, areas between New Orleans and Tampa heading northeast, it looks like. Um, Marco will track near the northern Gulf Coast into Monday night. The it's a tropical storm and will continue to weaken because of unfavorable upper-level winds. Localized flooding, rainfall, and gusty winds are expected uh, impacts from Marco. Um, it is weakening, so that's the good news here. Uh, up next is Laura, which they are following closely. Laura could become a major hurricane um watches in effect life-threatening storm surge possible louisiana is uh asking people in the parishes to evacuate um hundreds of thousands of evacuations ordered in texas and laura could rapidly intensify in the gulf which could make it turn from a tropical storm to a hurricane and laura has already killed several in haiti and dominican republic so uh if anything even if you don't watch the news um i would be checking out the weather channel if you are in texas louisiana uh florida um georgia south carolina and north carolina it's supposed to head up well i guess that way if to me it's this way but to you all it would be that way um i don't know that didn't make any fucking sense. So it's going to go from the south to the northeast and could go as far up into North Carolina and back out to the Atlantic side. I'm not a weather person, but I hope I did. Okay. Um, in any event, here is a word about how to support us. Don't stop listening because after that, uh, Bizarre Teacher has news for you as well. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to take a moment and show you the new Bizarrebus mask I got. It's freaking awesome. Um, it's a polyester shell on the outside, 100% cotton on the inside, so nice and soft. Um, made in the USA. That was important. We had to make that happen. And goes on super easy doesn't pull your ears and i'm doing this with glasses on so you can see doesn't pull your ears full coverage good stuff anyway uh these are you can get them in black gray white red and they're 12.99 it's got our logo on the front 
If you feel like you'd like to support us, this is one good way to do it. Um, you can go to bizarrebest.com and on the right top of the page, you'll see the mask. Um, and we would so appreciate your support at the same store. You can get a t-shirt if you want. Anyway, thanks so much. I appreciate you guys. Bizarrebest.com. Real news. No bullshit. Bizarre family. If you haven't heard, there are wildfires in California all over the Bay, and it's considered a, na uh, a natural disaster currently, um, and it's kind of a big deal. There's, there's uh, over 14,000 firefighters that are working here, over 585 fires, nearly burnt down over 1 million acres of land thus far. Let me give you some more information. Thousands have been evacuated. At least six people have died. There, there was an evacuation order on Saturday near San Jose, basically telling people to abandon their homes because it's, it's spreading and it's just very dangerous. Firefighters are rotating in 72 hour shifts to contain the fires. At least 43 people have been injured, including firefighters. This is occurring because over 12,000 dry lightning strikes happened last week. Here's a picture of the current fires. What's up, Bizarre Biz family? This is Bizarre Teacher here, ready to report for the evening. Um, an asteroid is obviously headed towards Earth, if you haven't um, heard, and it is going to be here before the day before Election Day. So we have that to look forward to, just adding to the 2020 list. Um, you know, look forward to that. Thankfully, researchers at NASA do not think that this is a situation that is a hazard to us. So that's, that's a wonderful thing. It has a diameter of about 6.5 feet. Um, and it's going to be passing near our planet on November 2nd, which is one day prior to the presidential election scheduled for November 3rd, according to NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. It has less than a 1% chance of actually hitting our planet or striking our planet, 0.41% chance. I don't even know if I'm allowed to report on this, but this is bullshit, so I'm going to report on it. Sorry about my language. Border Patrol agent arrested for trafficking 350,000 fentanyl pills and kilos of cocaine. Are you kidding me? Like, what? I mean, I guess you're making bank, but... You're also killing a whole bunch of people, like, you know, indirectly. 53-year-old Carlos Victor Pasapira Pinot, P-I-N-N-O-T, I could be saying that wrong, was assigned the patrol to, to patrol the border in Arizona, but apparently was using his position to cover his runs of large amounts of drugs. Oh my gosh. Authorities found nearly $330,000 in his home and $40,000 in his vehicle. That's just what they found. Now, I know this isn't going to be the news that you want, but it's the news. So here we go. Coronavirus will be with us forever, a SAGE scientist warns. SAGE, S-A-G-E, stands for Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies. They say that this virus will forever, in some form or another, be with us kind of like the flu, influenza, right? We all hoped that this um, pandemic would be over within two years, kind of like the Spanish flu had taken uh, two years or just over two years to overcome. We were all hoping for that. It does not appear to be the case, according to this 
person or this group of people. Uh, also notable, our population is obviously a lot larger than 1918. So in order to control, obviously a global vaccination is required, but it's not a disease like smallpox. This is a virus. So people will need to be re-vaccinated at regular intervals. Yeah. Make sure you take a deep breath. Think positive. Just saying. Dude. Penguins given free reign to roam around the aquarium since there's no visitors allowed. That's awesome. Dude, look. He's looking around. He's loving it. I got a new section under the on the headlines page at the bottom called Bad Seeds. Matt Geets of Florida, 1st Congressional District, mocked the whole process by wearing a gas mask when reviewing the funding. You're a super freaking winner, dude. An Alaska airman has been punished for peeing in the office coffee maker. Dude, why? Like, how did... Why? Did you take it in the bathroom with you? Did you stand in the kitchen and whip it out? Clearly, this airman is dedicated to getting kicked the F out. He's trying really hard, y'all. 